0: Hi everyone, welcome to this week's download. Um, before I get started with my interview with Zara, I thought I would take this opportunity to introduce you all to Naomi, my collaborator on this little venture. So here's, here's Naomi.
1: Hello, um, I'm Naomi Bannister. I go by nay a lot of the time. I use she and they pronouns. Um, I'm a Taurus, my rising sign is Gemini. And my moon is Libra. Very important. Very Um, important information (laughs) to inform the people. I am a multidisciplinary artist. Um, I met Tristan here through theatre. And I got into theatre through photography. Um, I work under the name Rambler Rose Studios. I have since like 2015. Been taking photos for as long as I can remember. I started off... um, just taking photos doing little photo shoots with my friends
0: and here we are yeah here we are so um naomi and i are both astrology hoes if you haven't gathered by Absolutely. this point <laughs> um and we kind of had separate ideas for like a little astrology series and then mm-hmm. we like looked at each other and were like collab
1: you know what yes this please could work together yeah
0: and so yeah i think you told me about the photography thing.
1: Yes. Yes. And yes. then I was like,
0: oh, wait, I'm, I want to do this interview series. Yeah,
1: I was like, you know what? I think Tristan will like this idea. Yeah. I want to do a series of every zodiac sign. And yeah. Do do Photoshop them. Yes.
0: And I was like, I want to do little podcast episodes. And then I was like, collab. Hold on
1: a second.
0: <laughs> idea thing in my brain. And then I presented it to Naomi and they were like, yes, Delicious let's go
1: scrumptious yes eat it up
0: Mm-hmm. just nibble a little as a treat <laughs> um so yeah it's exciting stuff hey
1: yes very good i'm very excited to get it going
0: mm, especially since uh, uh, the lineup you guys the lineup the
1: lineup oh incredible
0: delicious yeah Really did well yeah we pulled from people yeah there's people that I don't know in there there's people you don't know yeah it's gonna be really interesting
1: I'm I'm so glad because um we combined our brains and I think I have an even better lineup than I would have been able to come up with by myself
0: I yeah I agree from like my standpoint obviously um (laughs) not trying to shade you or anything (laughs) um yeah and it's a really diverse lineup as well which I'm quite proud of Mm.
1: Um, Mm.
0: not to flex but to flex a little um so yeah, um, super pumped to be collaborating with you, of course. Thank
1: you so much. Um, you too. Oh, thanks.
0: So yeah, that's us, uh, Tristan and Naomi, the Intuitive Co and Rambler Studios. Um, you'll be seeing Naomi shoot alongside <laughs> this once, um, it drops. We're recording this prior to the shoot occurring. I'm very excited to see how it goes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um, should we mention the name? oh yes um, so we've finally come up with a name little drum roll
1: <laughs>
0: it is the the grand triad <laughs> if I can remember it um, English is a great language if you learn how to speak it um, it's thank, cr- you, yeah, thank you Adam thank you Adam Hibuchi <laughs> for that joke um, so drum roll again it is the grand trine rising series because um we came up with that because naomi has what is it your moon is in libra my moon is in gemini Mm -hmm. and then we were thinking that um the subject of the interview and the photo shoot kind of represents aquarius because it's like they are a singular embodiment of the collective that is the sun sign that we're um investigating through each shoot interview combo Mm -hmm. um yeah super excitingly our first um guest i suppose zara has her moon in aquarius so we have like a grand air trine of our moons happening which is cool and serendipitous um yeah it's quite the vibe thank you for reminding me to tell everyone the name that would have been so awkward
1: we all have grand trine grand air trines yeah the three of us yeah all three of us yours is is what's yours
0: again yours is um moon and libra venus and gemini and then like uranus and aquarius
1: something along those lines yeah i think that's that's right
0: and then mine is mars and aquarius moon and gemini uranus and aquarius and then zara's which you'll hear about later is mars and libra moon and aquarius and then something in Gemini I can't remember I'm sure you'll you'll hear about it in the next segment um so yeah that's us we're super excited again to be working with each other and to be bringing this spicy hot astrology content to you the masses um so yeah I'll see you in the next segment and you'll see Naomi all over the Instagram with her amazing photography (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: Alrighty. See you in the next bit. To you, Scorpio, I give a very difficult task. You will have the ability to know the minds of humans, but I do not permit you to speak about what you learn. Many times you will be pained by what you see, and in your pain you will turn away from me and forget that it is not I, but the perversion of my idea that is causing your pain. You will see so much of humanity that you will come to know them as animal and wrestle so much with their animal instincts in yourself that you will lose your way. But when you finally come back to me, Scorpio, I have for you the supreme gift of purpose. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first interview in our Grand and Rising series. I'm here with our Scorpio representative, uh, Zara Lassie. Hello. So um, for the listeners who don't know you, just introduce yourself, your name, your pronouns, all those sorts of fun things. Just tell us a little bit about you and what you do.
2: Okay. Um, so my name is Zara. Uh, pronouns are she or they, them or her. Not, not too fast. Um, I am a disability support worker. I study occupational therapy. I really love music, passionate about music and art. And I'm one of those people who has way too many interests and passions that I procrastinate all of them and don't really do any of them. Mm. So I'm very interested in reading, but then I won't read because I'm like, ah, but I want to do painting. But then I'm like, I don't do that either because there's just too many options.
0: Mm, I'm a bit the same. (laughs) Um, So we know each other through like that kind of art scene and whatnot. We've seen each other around like open mics and things like that. Mm-hmm. We're both working with the same theatre company at the moment on a couple of shows, which is exciting. Yes. Um, so we can actually, you know, do shows. Yes. At, at the moment, considering the climate, and um, of you know, the Rona and everything. Yes. Um. Yeah, I don't think we knew each other before that, no. did we? We've seen each other at a few protests.
2: Yeah, that's such a such a vibe. Yeah. <laughs> we ran into each other protests, and that's like. The main time that we've hung, hung out. out, yeah, it was at the Black Lives Matter yeah. in Brisbane. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Unfortunate that that's a circumstance we had to find ourselves in, yes. But fortunate that we were able to like be there together and like yeah. have that moment of connection, I suppose.
2: It's it's interesting because it's it's a weird bonding experience. Like you, you feel very connected to everyone who is there. But then it's also very disappointing and very devastating that you have to be there. Yeah, so it's, exactly. It Yeah, it's an interesting feeling, definitely, protests. Yeah.
0: Especially if you, like, you aren't there with anyone, because it's like you feel so connected to all the people that are there. But if yes. you're there alone, you also feel an extreme kind of distance.
2: Yes. And yeah. unfortunately, I've been to lots alone. And then have happened to meet people whilst there. But it has felt a little bit like I have been going... By myself. Yes. Which is
0: not great, but... No. That song by Celine Dion is sad for a reason. <laughs> um, so, yes, to the astrology teams. Um, yes, we sorry. went on a bit of a tangent. Also. Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, the vibe goes where it takes us. Um, so, you're a Scorpio, obviously. Yes. That's why we have you as our Scorpio <laughs> representative. Um, so, in previous conversations, you've said that you don't really know too much. But no. about Scorpioness, but um,
2: what I've heard is negative, <laughs> yeah.
0: What kind of things?
2: Um, very vengeful, very bossy, over the top, just dark and very grr, like mm-hmm. associated with the man downstairs, like associated with the devil, yeah, a lot, mm. Mm. which is unfortunate, yeah.
0: <laughs> Scorp- Scorpios do cop a lot of flack from a lot of people, yeah, um, which is unfortunate because. To be real, it's one of my favorite sun signs, I'm not going to lie. Sorry to (laughs) everyone else who has signs that aren't Scorpio, but it's just the way it is. Um, So, yeah, Scorpio does get a lot of heat for those more negative aspects, the manipulation, the emotional distance, this consistent need to be, like, mysterious or enigmatic. Um, But, you know...
2: And I'd like to think I'm not... Not those things. ...using any of those things.
0: Yeah, which you definitely aren't. Like, you're not...
2: Thanks. You, I hope you, not. I try not to be. Yeah.
0: Um, so, yeah, like, you don't relate to any of those things.
2: Not particularly.
0: Yeah. Um, so, I'll just tell you a little bit about, like, the stock definitions for, like, Scorpio. So, um, it's a fixed water sign, so water emotional spiritual intuitive all those sorts of things and then fixed is like still so it's kind of like an iceberg um you can only really see the top and you can see that it's there but there's so much more lurking just beneath the surface kind of thing so it's like people it kind it's kind of like um a more nuanced way of looking at that mysterious kind of factor it's like Scorpios show themselves to people, but there's so much that isn't shown. Right. Like, there's a lot that's kept to themselves mm-hmm. because Scorpios understand so much about people and the fact that they are flawed. So they understand that not yeah. everything needs to be seen by everyone. Right. It's a kind of um emotional safety tactic.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, they're also known for being quite venomous, which is where that kind of vindictive, manipulative thing comes from. Mm. It's more so... In actuality, this ability to see people and be like, I know exactly who you are and what's going on with you. And if you push the wrong button, I'll tell you and I'll make it hurt.
2: Wow. (laughs) See, I like the idea of that seeing people. Yeah. So I think that's why I'm in the role or studying what I am. And then also day to day, I'm the friend that people... Like, I can read people's faces and emotions and then know how to approach conversation with them. Yeah. And (laughs) yeah, (laughs) friends are nodding along, which is nice. Um, (laughs) Uh, But then I don't particularly think I'm the other end of that, the pointedness, like, I will hurt you. Um, Yeah, I just have never...
0: Sometimes it's unintentional. Sometimes Scorpio's can say things sorry to interrupt you. No, yeah. Um Scorpios sometimes when they don't know or when they don't know or refuse to use the venom on purpose to like really get someone, sometimes it just comes out and they say something in anger that just really hits in this really delicate, squishy place. Cause mm. Scorpio is the scorpion. So you've got this venomous stinger that you can just be like boop yeah. got you in your whole life and <laughs> you're you're exposed now
2: the only time like i think a lot of time i have to consciously like keep my anger in check mm. and i think in practicing that i'd like to think i don't sting people and hurt them impossibly or randomly
0: yeah
2: um the only few times that i have stung people is being To express myself and how they have hurt me.
0: Yeah. So it's kind of
2: like the trade off where it's like, actually, you kind of betrayed me first, so I'm gonna tell you straight up what you did and why I'm upset. So I'm very calculated in the way I express my emotions and what I do because I'm actually quite a prudent person. Yeah. Like I think things through quite. That's very. Do them.
0: That's very Scorpio, and that also, that also plays into your um, Moon and Aquarius. It's a very intellectual way of processing emotion um, and thinking about kind of the group you're in and the setting. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It's like, yeah, it's that element of strategy because I have prominent Scorpio placements as well, so I understand that. I'm Mm -hmm. very calculated in what I reveal to people and what they know about me um, because I do enjoy having that kind of enigmatic feel. I enjoy the idea that everyone has a list of things that they know about me, but everyone's list is different um, it's very Scorpio, um, but that's just the way it expresses it, it expresses itself in my chart as opposed to yours, um, so yeah, um, I'm just gonna, like, talk you, as I said before we started recording a few things that I've noticed in your birth chart, and we'll just talk through whether or not (laughs) you relate, you relate to them, don't don't be scared, I'm not trying, I, mm, I am going to expose you a little bit, but my intent isn't to, like, bam, you're exposed kind of thing. Yeah. It's just like,
2: just, just talking through it. I'm a fresh baby to anything astrology related. Yeah. Not because I'm not, I've just never really had the opportunity, I suppose. Yeah. Never really too yeah.
0: It. And I'm only really just starting to learn how to read birth charts anyway, so. Let's
2: go. I'm excited. This
0: is a new frontier for both of us. I mean, I have a working knowledge of like the planets and the signs, but like aspects and houses and things like that aren't really too much in my vocabulary, <laughs> though I seem to be quite good from what I hear from people when I talk to them about this kind of stuff. So we'll see how we go. Exciting, let's go. Um, so you're a Scorpio sun, but your rising placement is Taurus. And the rising placement is, it's not necessarily a planet. So as well as the planets being in signs, there's a house system. And the rising, also referred to as the ascendant, is your first house. And the okay. first house is the house of self, the ego, the body. Um, and that's in your rising is Taurus so um and Taurus and Scorpio are opposite each other so it's the same energy but from a different angle obviously because they're opposing each other yeah so it's that very it's fixed earth so it's still quite still and quite um reserved but in a much more grounded earthy way if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, as Naomi was saying earlier, they're like the cottage called lesbians of, <laughs> of the zodiac, which you seem quite pleased that about. That is
2: such a flattering thing to yeah, say. Yeah,
0: it's just because Taurus is the bull, right? So cows, they're so chill. Cows are the chillest. <laughs> um, and. Um,
2: this is I- not a day that goes by that I don't dream of myself being a fairy or like owning a castle having a garden yeah every afternoon when i get home even if it's like 7 p.m i will go into the garden and i will pick flowers or i will um mm. just frolic in my yeah. man's garden because i just i'm obsessed yeah with it's
0: taurians are very connected not just to the earth but to like sensuality in general so they enjoy like I always say when I'm, like, tipsy and yelling at people about their astrology that a Taurus's three favorite things are food, money, and sex.
2: Oh, my goodness. Stop it. Yeah. Okay, not so much the money, but definitely the food and the sex. (laughs)
0: Um,
2: Not ashamed.
0: That's your your prerogative.
2: Not ashamed at Um,
0: (laughs) all. So, yeah, that's kind of – that's probably why you don't relate so much to the Scorpio kind of things – Whereas the Taurus probably resonates a bit more with you, I suppose. Yeah.
2: Sorry, I forgot to say that before. The other thing I did hear about Scorpios is that we're like, we invented sex in inverted commas.
0: Scorpios.
2: Very firing.
0: Virgos are so much kinkier than Scorpios. I'm just going to say it point blank.
2: Oh, okay. (laughs) Virgos are so
0: much kinkier than Scorpios. Mm. It's just because they're so prudish and proper with the way they present themselves outwardly that people don't really think about oh, it
2: I see. yes it yeah. is.
0: it's okay. the quiet ones you got to look out for <laughs> um scorpios are more so invested in intense emotional connection so my venus which is the planet of like love is in the sign of scorpio mm-hmm. so when i'm in a romantic if i'm in a romantic engagement with someone knock wood hopefully soon um <laughs> i'm possessive i'm obsessive where we will belong to each other, mind, body, and soul. But because my son's in Sagittarius, I'm really casual and spontaneous about it. So, like, we drink each other's blood, but it's fine and we laugh about (laughs) it. Not in a a literal sense. That's just an (laughs) analogy. Just to
1: clarify. Yeah, just Just to to clarify. They can't see the gestures in the faces they're making. (laughs) I can't...
0: I don't actually want to drink my future husband's blood. I will just... This ain't some Angelina Jolie shit. Um, Yes. so just some oh. some other aspects i've noticed um mm-hmm. we'll talk some more about your sun stuff since scorpio came back up again yes. um so your son is in scorpio which is in your seventh house which is the house of your interpersonal relationships and the way you deal with other people um and then it's opposing your Saturn in taurus in the first house um so the mm-hmm. sun is the planet of the ego and um your identity and it's in that seventh house so the way your identity is interpreted by other people is often in opposition to the way structures interpret the way you are
2: Uh, kind of following yeah it's just a lot to wrap my head around so
0: basically ignore all the astrology things so what Uh i basically what i said was who you are
2: Basically,
0: what I said (laughs) was sorry.
2: (laughs) Astrology for dummies. Let's go.
0: So, who you are is often in conflict with the way the world perceives you, and the way the structures this world has built say you should be. Ah, okay, that
2: makes yeah, that makes
0: sense. Yeah, yeah. So I take take away the astrology jargon, Mm -hmm. and then that's the thing.
2: Yeah. 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 I am always very. Not always, but I am very conscious of how people um, think of me, what they think of me. Yeah. Um, and I do worry a lot that they think I'm too intense or too much of, um, yeah, I guess calculated, is that the right word? Yeah. Very raw, very in-your-face, yeah. sassy kind of thing. But I'd like to think that I am more of the earthy yeah relatable talk to me mm.
0: yeah um yeah so as well as people it's like structures like schools um workplaces governments things like that as well because saturn is this planet of structure and limitation so but, things like that as well
2: i mean just like slip the race card into that one too because it's kind of yeah if you're thinking about structures and like how people perceive you to be
0: kind of yeah applies i, d- <laughs> I did not want to say it point blank but that was <laughs> that was We're just
2: sliding across the table mm. yes
0: a little bit unavoidable unfortunately as yeah. we said earlier um
2: what is next
0: yes so it's also your sun is also square to your moon in aquarius so ign- ignoring square. yes um, so your sun is in the seventh house, as we said, and your moon is in the tenth. Um, so that's so just for the listeners who like to follow along with astrology. But what it, cool. what it means is who you are and the way you communicate, because your Mercury is also in Scorpio, mm-hmm. um, is often in conflict with your emotional world. So unless you are being very direct with someone about the way they've hurt you, as you've said, mm-hmm. you're a lot more you think a lot more about the way you approach situations. It's like your emotional needs are kind of priority 1.5 in comparison to what other people need from you in any situation.
2: As in, I like put people's kind of things before my own emotions?
0: A little bit, yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of true. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I don't really know what else to say about that. Except, um, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I'm just going to go in the shower later and be like, standing there, staring into the shower screen like,
0: oh. That's yeah, the thing I do. Yeah. That's damn. true. Um, <laughs> yes. We've already talked about that. All right. So that's all the things to do with your sun sign um, and the aspects. I've also noticed that you have um, Mars in Libra, in this, which is your sixth house. Um, which is the house of health, illness, and co-workers. So, I find that really interesting because one, it implies that you're really diplomatic in your approach to conflict. So, as you said before, you just kind of let people know that you've hurt, that they've hurt you, and you're just like, "This is what you've done. Mm-hmm. This is how you can fix it, so that we're in a place where things are all good again," rather than just going full Scorpio and destroying their entire life. <laughs> yes.
2: Um,
0: and because it's in that sixth house. Um, Mars, as well as being this planet of conflict and aggression, it's about action and ambition. So the fact that you kind of are currently in a health-adjacent sphere as a disability support worker is really yeah. interesting. Um right.
2: Yeah. Like, interesting in what way that...
0: Because it's this, it's the house of health and illness.
2: So oh so I'm basically congruent to yeah yeah okay sorry like, it took me a while to get no, there no that's
0: all good um I could have probably explained that in a bit took more me while of a direct to way that
2: house Nah, no, I got it now
0: <laughs> <laughs> we love the little wordplay um <laughs> yeah I just found that really interesting it's not really anything of extreme note but it's just like a cute little tidbit mm.
2: um yes well my first day as a disability support worker I was ended up reporting something so mm. it kind of yeah yeah that's kind of the thing like the diplomatic side but also the putting others needs above my own yeah i went into this space and i was like literally a baby at this new support working place and then i just went in there and i was like this is not right
0: Mm.
2: (laughs) i was like yeah yeah, it's
0: It's like yeah it's very direct and very like this is what needs to Mm. change for things to be okay yes and then those kind of other things that we've talked about already are what kind of had you yeah pulling back from that yeah okay. that makes sense um so you have venus and sagittarius in your eighth house which is sextile your moon and aquarius in the 10th putting that aside don't <laughs> think about that um so basically what that aspect speaks to is you love ideas and you love being around people you can talk to about ideas. Um, you can learn things from, you have things like that. Um, you also really value, um, space in your, um, romantic relationships, not necessarily because you think people are being too close and clingy. It's just like, I need time for me as well as time for you. Like, they're two separate things if that makes sense yeah i like that which is probably pretty standard for a lot of people but say if you had venus in scorpio <laughs> to call myself out or cancer you'd be <laughs> to call out my sister you'd be a lot more attached to the other person or more yeah. more so cancers than scorpio venus is in an almost kind of codependent way whereas um venus and gemini is sometimes criticized for being too independent if it's not mm. um um what's the word if it's not balanced out properly by other placements um yeah i would agree yeah um so because of that moon in aquarius you have some difficulty expressing your feelings and the um and feeling close with others as i kind of said to you earlier um, and because of that, you value direct emotional communication in your relationships. Like, if someone wow. has an issue with mm-hmm. you, you need you need them to tell you immediately. Yes. Because they're yes. – I, I know I already said it to you kind of a little bit that you feel this little distance. It doesn't necessarily have to be massive. Mm-hmm. It can just be, like – you can see what's going on on someone's face, as you said yes. before. And
2: yes. the distance
0: lives in the fact that they haven't told you yes. what you already know.
2: Holy crap. This is so enlightening. Every single time my friend is upset about something or just stressed or whatever, I can just read it all over them and I'm like just there waiting, like, please tell me, and they're like, I don't want to talk about it or I'm not ready yet, which I have to respect. Mm. But, oh, my goodness, I'm so terrible. I will just be there like waiting eagerly for them to open up Mm. so I can just listen for them, not even help fix whatever's going on. Like I don't like to try and be a fixer because unless they ask, it's yeah. always the do you want advice or do you want it to vent? Mm. But holy, I sit down, I'm just like, please tell me because I can already see it. Mm. I just need you to say it to me to yeah. confirm it. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's where the distance isn't so much. Now that we've kind of talked about this, the distance, as I've said, doesn't live so much in your inability to feel close with people. It's your inability to not so much an inability it's almost their inability to be on the same timeline as you about emotional things being revealed it's like you already know you just need them to catch up so you can have a discussion (laughs) about it
1: that's so interesting yeah (laughs) this Um.
0: is cool (laughs) i'm glad you're having a good time (laughs) yes i am (laughs) um the last thing i've noticed um is you have a grand air trine of Jupiter and Gemini in your second house, Mars and Libra in your sixth, and your moon and Aquarius in the tenth. That
2: already sounds really dope. <laughs> is it? Oh, oh, It is. It's okay. pretty cool.
0: Um, so just putting aside the astrology lingo, mm-hmm. just because, you know, it's, again, as it's I said, more, more so for them than it is for us. Um, so your philosophies, the way you take action in the world, your ambition, as I said, and your internal world, your emotionality, they always seem to be quite at ease with each other. Like the way you see the world and the way it need the way you need the world to be, like the future you see, the bright future of like what is possible, your ambition and the way you feel about yourself and the people around you always kind of just seem to click with each
2: other. Wow, (laughs) this is so cool.
0: Yeah, so true. So it's easy for you to do well in things and make money in areas that have to do with health and healing both literally and culturally speaking so um obvious so that have to do with improving the emotional worlds of the people around you yes that's like what you're passionate about and because of these other placements you're really good at it and it's easy for you to kind of advance in those areas if that makes sense
2: This is so interesting. Yeah, does
0: that kind of resonate with you <laughs> yeah, as I say time, it? Yeah, big
2: time, big time. Um, even when you're just saying that your emotional state can—it's always in balance with like the view of the world, or whatever. Um, a lot of the time, I've had struggles kind of communicating to people why I'm feeling so like helpless, but it's because. I'm focusing on the state of the world. Mm. And I'm like, Rather than yourself. Rather than myself. And I'm like...
0: Which is very that Aquarius moon. I have the trifecta.
2: Moon. Like, I'm going to be sad a lot. Yeah. What trifecta is. No. Tri- oh, it's, I don't know who coined it, but it's a term when you're queer, a person of colour, and a woman. Ah. Uh, so there's never a social justice issue that... Doesn't affect you. That doesn't affect you. Yeah. Mm so that's that's the negative side of it but then the other side is like my emotion tends to level out when i feel like hope for people yeah and hope in people
0: yeah that's super important especially for people with prominent aquarian placements A, an aquarius that doesn't believe in the world and the collective is an aquarius who needs help <laughs> There's <Yeah>. no other <laughs> way to really put it um <laughs> That might sound a bit bleak to all you Aquarians out there, but just, you know, trust that things are going to get better. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, just the final note I kind of have on this is that you're a healer, literally speaking, in terms of, like, medicine or nursing, like the disability support work Mm -hmm. that you're doing at the moment. And occupational therapy is, like, helping people,
2: like... Do what they have to do, basically. It's a very tricky profession to explain. To explain. But, like... Whatever you need to do throughout your day, like, showering, dressing, cooking, cleaning, playing guitar, listening yeah. to music, all of those things, if there's something that's stopping you from doing it, or, like, you want to reach your potential in it, we will, like, help you do that by changing the, like, environment,
0: mm.
2: like, the physical environment or the cultural environment, yeah. or changing something within you, like, how you do the occupation. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's,
0: like, a... It's, yeah, similar. It's mm-hmm. that... It, it fits under that healer umbrella, yes. I suppose. Yes. Um, and then, of course, culturally, figuratively speaking, in terms of your music oh. and things like that, you you heal. That's what you do. Because I've seen you perform, and mm-hmm. I've told you point blank that you just, when you <laughs> perform music, it's this just radiant light. Like everyone just stops. They're completely silent. That's so sweet. And just you radiate this pure light energy. It's insane. Everybody-
1: is so much for me thank it's you. just like I yeah i appreciate that that's yeah really
0: sweet. yeah you. yeah you just radiate this even when you aren't performing you just radiate this positivity and it's just such a pleasure to be around and then it's just like turned up to level 1000 the minute you start singing
2: that's so sweet thank you <laughs> just like i know what to say
0: thank you is pretty good
2: yeah. <laughs> um, i appreciate it
0: I'd be a lot less pleased if you were refusing to accept the
2: compliment. (laughs) Um, I've learned to be better at that.
0: Good. Because, you know, I'm very much a person who doesn't say things unless I mean them. So
2: Mm.
0: the fact that... It's very affirming for me that you're oh,
2: yeah. I taking in the compliment. I remember the first time you gave me the compliment like that, you, like, grabbed my hands, and you're looking at me, like, staring at me in my eyeballs. And I was like, <laughs> wow, this is intense. That's very me. <laughs> yeah. Very
0: Scorpio rising to bring it back to astrology. Oh, yes. um, well, yeah, that's all I have astrology-wise. Um, do you have any, like, questions before we wrap up? Oh.
2: Not particularly, but... I must admit, like, my knowledge of astrology was very, very little. And now you, you've got me very interested. Yeah. Because, I, you know when you just read those, like, one-day horoscopes and it's like, you will have an exciting day today. Don't be afraid to make that call and get what you want. And you're like, babe, that could mean literally anything. And everyone goes, oh, yeah, I feel that. And I'm like, no. Yeah. And that's all I knew. But now I've heard all of these about the planets and the houses and the... Rise- I'm like, why oh, so interested. Yeah. Very cool. Thank um,
0: you. Of course. Um. Yeah, pop astrology is very... I have opinions. Um, yeah.
2: It's just... It's besmirching your name. It really is. Mm-hmm. You need to get out there. Yeah. And yeah. People,
0: people don't know that when they read things like that, they should be reading the one for their rising sign rather than their sun sign, <gasps> which go. is... Yeah, I because the intuitive code we have there is weekly mm-hmm. twelve card, one oh, card yours for each sign I froth. readings. I yeah, absolutely thank you. Froth I appreciate it. that.
2: Every post, I'm like, yes, let's go.
0: I appreciate that. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm glad you had a good time. and That you learned some fun new things about you I and did. about astrology.
2: I think I was a bit weird on this interview. Hopefully, no, you are
0: amazing. Don't even, <laughs> um, don't even. Don't talk about my friends hour that way. Um, Well, yeah, thank you again for being here, and thank you to all of you for listening. Um, You have all my love and all my gratitude, and I'll see you next week. Did you want to say bye?
2: Oh, yeah. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye.